So, you mean to tell me that you don't know the history of the Mandarin himself? He was a warrior king. Inspired generations of men through the Middle Ages. Perhaps even further back in time. Blah, blah, blah. Who bloody cares, mate? It's a show people want, and I gave them a good one. It's not the Mandarin they'll remember. It's the name, Trevor Slattery. It's the brand, Trev. You're right. And for that sin, you will soon suffer horribly with a hole in your body for every ring of our faith. <laughs> Sorry, what? You heard me. Leroy with my co-host. This is Eli Jones. Okay, I'm Leroy Smith. I was thinking Casey Jones. Gungala, Gungala. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So old 80s throwback references. Ah, I'm sorry. I missed that reference. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, we are back. Sorry, I took another va- I took another vacation. Uh, I, I think if I take one more, Eli said he's going to fire me. <laughs> replace me with aka david and then he's gonna take with the comic bully so oh, oh yeah no shit i forgot have you been listening to comic cast lately i have yeah it's especially yesterday it's just kind of weird not hearing it's it's AKA a different AKA tone it's a different it tone it's, i'm interested to see how they how they you know formulate yeah because <laughs> because wasn't there yesterday yeah uh, i mean not yesterday but whenever he was there recording because he was he was at a at a wedding yeah, he was. Yeah, I saw the Facebook pictures. Gomer, you were looking snazzy as shit, man. Pimped out. Yeah, yeah he's looking all hot dog. <laughs> yeah, still working. That's the fucked up part about it. Every time I turn around, he's still posting the article. Yeah. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be in a wedding or something? Like, I just imagine him like at the altar with his laptop or some shit <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but shout out to Gomer. I don't, I know he didn't get married, but I think he was in the wedding. So yeah. pretty cool with that one. Uh, A.K.A. Like say, David, how the fuck you can get fired from a job you don't get paid? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's really, really fucked up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so like I said, Comic Cast has a thing going on. They had Gomer missing. I was missing last week also, but instead of Eli just going on with his own, because like I said, he's got his own podcast. <laughs> he got his own issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had about this I, shit. Yeah, it was a lighter load for me. Yeah, so it's not like I, not like we can invite. Because the thing is, I thought about inviting somebody else over to take over for the podcast while I was gone, but then I keep that Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars keeps scaring me. Like I'll give up power and he won't give the power back. Yeah, <laughs> I am the Senate. Yep. I will make it legal. And then you might like him better. You like you might side with him. <laughs> yeah, fuck Leroy. Get him out of here. Fuck Leroy. I hate Superman too. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. But anyway, what I was doing last week, I do want to talk about what I was doing. So I went to Orlando, Florida. And of course, everybody knowing Orlando, Florida, what's going on down there is, you know, you have Disney World. So mm-hmm. 
went with the family. We went to Disney World, and we went, only went to Disney World. We also went to uh, Universal Studios. Now, Eli, Ooh. me personally, I'm gonna say Universal Studios over Disney World. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I, me too. I yeah, to it's, it's it's a lot more fun. Disney World just feels old and dated, like it never changed. But I went to Universal Studios like 20 years ago, and I went there this time, and it's like completely different. Okay. You know, new rides, new everything. Some of the rides they had there. Let me see some rides. Um, Harry Potter. I don't know shit about Harry Potter, but that ride was fucking awesome. <laughs> like you had fire coaster? dragons and shit breathing at you and stuff, and then you know, uh, Harry Potter or whoever the fuck it was was doing the wand shit. And there's a whole like layout, like a whole city. Like you had the Universal Studio map, and then like in the corner there's a whole Hogwarts or Harry Potter land city back there you just walk around with and shit like that it's awesome they got food back there and everything i'm like damn they put some money in that one uh transformers transformers pretty cool too uh basically it was like one of those virtual rides where you're riding on top of a transformer and you're trying to dodge megatron when he's fighting optimus prime cool shit cool as hell uh a weird one was fast and the furious oh no shit they got a fast Fast and the furious ride ride that it was pretty fucking awesome they'd like drive a car off a plane or some shit well you (laughs) would it was kind of like that. Basically, the Fast and the Furious crew had to escort you because you had important information uh, from you from here to another location. So Ludacris was telling you, you need to do blah, 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 blah. The Rock shows up. This, you need to do this. And Vin Diesel. So when you're driving down the street, you got Vin Diesel on one side, like right on a helicopter on the outside of the helicopter trying to take a guy down. Tyrese punching a guy on a truck bed over here. Uh... What's the chick name? I can't remember all the fucking names on it. Ludacris doing ah. some bullshit. But anyway, it, I just remember, I just it, it finally clicked to me. Fast and the Furious is like a live action version of Need for Speed. That's what the okay, fuck it is, like yeah. Burnout, like those those video games. That's what it is. It's right. when, when they do driving, like I said, they completely forgot about driving nowadays. So but that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what it feels like. I'm trying to think of any other ride. It probably was, but the rest of it was like. I like, heard they got rid of the Jaws ride. I didn't see a Jaws ride down there. We tried to ride as much stuff as we could, but I didn't see Jaws down there. So they might have gotten rid of it. Yeah, it was on, the, there, on yeah. the map I, when I was looking at. So yeah. yeah, they oh they had a whole Simpsons world over there also. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, like Moe's Diner, they had a perfect recreation of Moe's Diner. <laughs> I think I think I posted on it. I'm, I'm gonna post it on Facebook later on today. You're gonna follow on Facebook, watch that. So the whole diner, everything you walk in there, the dartboard, the pool table, Moe's, everything. It's it's there. It, it was pretty awesome. I'm like, damn, okay. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, only thing about the ride, like I said, I was with my nephew the entire time. So, in the car, he was playing YouTube the entire time. And it was one YouTuber that he kept playing called the Annoying Orange. What oh, the Annoying oh, Orange yeah. is. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Okay. So, for those that haven't heard about the Annoying Orange, exactly what it sounds like. It's an orange that screams to the top of his lung and is annoying as shit. And I had listened to that for 10 hours straight going forward going backwards Damn. so i want to tell that youtuber if i ever find you if you ever find out who you are <laughs> i will beat the shit out of you so if you ever show up at a comic con or anime <laughs> con or some shit yes i will buy tickets there <laughs> and i'll be waiting wait for my autograph <laughs> and so otherwise that's pretty much it and otherwise like i said i was gone that's the end of my trip i had a fun time came back Oh, uh, I come back and hear all kind of weird shit going on. Like, okay, Area 51 is out of control. We're going to storm Area 51. So, Eli, you already booked your hotel tickets? 
But it, oh hell no, I ain't going to that shit. Okay, I'm I'm wondering. I'm wondering. <laughs> the I don't is, give a shit. <laughs> it's, but have you joined the Facebook group about the the Area 51 thing? No, no, not really. There's a Facebook group about it. I've joined it. I'm in there. Oh really? I'm in there. It's about a million people in it. I'm not like speaking hyperbole. There's literally a million people in the group, like 900, 900 something. Mm-hmm. Funniest uh, group on Facebook. All they do is just post memes all day. <laughs> and some of those Area 51 memes are some of the funniest memes I've seen like on Facebook in a while, like all year. So the shit is hilarious. Supposed to mean it's really a joke. For the most people, they think it's a joke. However, the military does not think it's a joke. So they're yeah. waiting for you to come out there and try to storm Area 51. They're waiting for you. They 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 discontinue their leave for the weekend just for that. <laughs> <laughs> just in case if you come out there, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is they're saying like all the hotels have been already booked around like any, anywhere around the Area 51, Nevada. They've yeah. already made an official statement like the, the U.S. Air Force has made an official statement. Do not come to Area 51. Oh, and yeah, we didn't mean to admit that Area 51 actually exists, but don't come to Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> so, like no, I said. I, it, it, I used to, I went to school down in uh, New Mexico in Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. New Mexico and um, Los Alamos was like you know you know up north from there. Los, that's where that's the military base that built the atomic bomb and shit. Oh damn! And, okay. uh, and it's, it's really pretty country, mountains and shit. It's really nice. It's a nice drive. And we went out. We were driving around up there one time, uh, just you know taking in the scenery. But there you go by you pass by all these military roads at level seven security clearance. You know. You know, violators, no trespassing, you know, use of deadly force authorized. Like, oh, you see all these signs. Like, don't go down this road or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Yes, they will shoot the <laughs> shit out of you. They are not yeah. afraid to do it. Yeah. Like I said, anybody goes down there on that day, that's just natural selection. You <laughs> you, you did the Darwinism, whatever you want to call yeah. it. You're just going to send one of them gunships out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Drop one bomb. That's all it's gonna take. And they're gonna be playing the favorite. They're gonna play it with Ride of the Valkyries. They shoot the shit at you. That'll probably be an Eminem song. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's have some fun with this shit. Venom, venom. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. Let the devil in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all we got. Can we actually get into the podcast now? We can actually talk about uh some some stuff. Sure. Because actually, some interesting stuff happened while we were gone. Oh, okay. Well, let's start off with the box office numbers. Before we get into the good stuff, Eli, give it to me. What was the number one movie of the week? Oh, I have no idea. I've been sick, so I don't know. Oh, you know. You know. I know you know. Come on, Eli. Is it? Is it a... What came out? I don't know. Spider-Man? Oh. (laughs) Come on. You know. Come on, Eli. You know. (laughs) I know you're dying on me, but come on. Before you die. (laughs) I'm not sure. Toy Story? I'm not sure what came out. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. (laughs) Lion King. Oh, that come out? Uh, that wasn't out already? No, it came out Friday. Oh, did it? When yeah. did it came out? I thought it came out already. I don't know. Yeah. I'm out of it, man. And the weekend, it did $191 million over the weekend. Ooh, That's shit. insane. I mean... Motherfuckers like that shit. Huh? We, we've seen the movie already. That's... <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I, it feels like I'm missing something. And because people are saying... Like, I haven't seen the movie. I know you don't give a shit about the movie, but I'm just going by my timeline and just seeing what people are saying about the movie. Some people, some people love the movie. Some people love the movie. Some people hate the movie. 
some people are saying that it feels too lifeless like the cgi just doesn't you know it doesn't break the uncanny valley you know which i already noticed that from looking at the trailer like the trailer looked lifeless to me like it was missing that that soul that the you know that the the original cartoon had it just didn't have it there it felt like it was trying to be too realistic but it wasn't realistic enough so it felt like there was no soul there so it just felt like a bunch of dolls just walking around you know that's what it felt like to me on the trailer and people were saying that that's what it was in the movie so people are getting mad about that like why are you getting mad you got exactly what the trailer was selling you so i, I, I don't know and then I they say that the movie's pretty much beat for beat you know exactly what you expect so yeah. i don't know i i have i did see the lion king when it first came out that's one of the few disney movies that i did see. oh did you i thought you said fuck that shit too no i did see i took my niece to see that back in the day but i never i, I never saw like the little mermaid and beauty and the beast and pocahontas i never saw any of that but i did see the lion king yeah and i thought it was all right you know, okay i thought it was fucked up with uh that fucking uncle did I thought that was kind of fucked. Yeah, because like I said, uh, D- Disney parents always die in these movies, but that's the first time like they showed the body. <laughs> well, not, well, just that dude. Well, not that dude. The lion. What was his name Star? Yeah. Before, that's some fucked up shit to like kill the dude's dad, and then fucking blame him on blame it on him and shit, and make yeah. him feel guilty. I I mean, but isn't like, isn't it just Hamlet? That's, that's twisted. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I should know that, but, but I don't a, know that. But from a for a kids movie, you know. For a kids movie is really <laughs> fucked up. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it was a. Yeah. But I went there. I went to the theater, and it was a bunch of little kids in a kid, and they were bawling. They were crying their eyes out. You could just hear, like when it happened. I was like, you couldn't even hear anything afterwards. You know. <laughs> so yeah, that's really fucked up to do that shit with kids. You know. Yeah. Uh, what else were we talking about? Okay, number two, we got Spider Man Far From Home. We had number three, Toy Story. We have number four, Crawl. Oh, I saw that. You saw that? What is that? Yeah, that alligator movie. Motherfuckers get eaten by alligators during the hur- hurricane. Gator storm. Gator NATO or whatever. <laughs> okay. okay. It's uh, awesome. It, it sounds pretty cool. Okay. Five out of five. There you go. <laughs> okay, the alligator tornado movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have number five. Yesterday, that's the the dude that know all the Beatles songs that nobody else knows. Oh uh, yeah. Number six, Stuber. Okay. Well, I want to see that. I, I kind of want to, too, because Batista, they asked Batista, were you going to be in a Fast and Furious movie? And he said, I only do good movies. So I'm assuming <laughs> Stuber is a good movie. <laughs> like, that meets his requirements, I guess. I don't know. Uh, number seven, we have Aladdin. So you got two Disney movies that are uh, killing them. And that's what I was thinking of. That's what I thought came out. I was getting yeah. that. Oh, no, world. Don't you and dare close your eyes. I never, I, I, I never saw the first Aladdin either. Okay, I'll tell you about this. I'm going to give you my review of the first Aladdin. I didn't see this new shit, but the first Aladdin. No matter what you think about that movie, Robin Williams would have you laughing your ass off. Because right. It's Robin Williams. What you expect? Uh, number eight, Annabelle Comes Home. Never seen any of those. Uh, number nine, Midsummer. Oh, that's that other horror film. Yep. And number ten, Secret Life of Pets 2. Okay. okay. Oh, and interesting, we also have number 11, uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh no shit! Oh, I heard it beat. Uh, it's number one now. I guess that's what it's, I heard. it's number one. Eli, we did it. I guess so. We did it. We won. Right. Yeah. What, what do we get now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, nothing. I mean, the same thing. We get, we, we get a no prize. <laughs> Every day I go to the mailbox for my Endgame prize. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, it's just funny when people are like we we like when we kept now we just need three more million to get it. Like what is this we? We yeah. don't get anything. Yeah, Disney's just like excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Release the helms. So yeah. we don't get anything from this, but it's just nice bragging rights. Like I mean, like fuck Avatar, man. I'm, I'm look. I grew up reading. <laughs> Avengers and Marvel all my life, man. So the fact that it's the number one movie of all time, personally, me personally, as a nerd, I do feel a little vindicated growing up reading comic books and stuff like that. That's just me. Personal yeah, fan. That's fine. Yeah, and so, I, think I didn't yeah. give a shit about Avatar really either. Yeah, I'm, so I'm glad that Avengers <laughs> beat Avatar. I was hoping it would. Now, do I feel like, yeah, my life is complete because it happened? Not really. It still sucks, <laughs> you know. But you kind of go on with life, you know, but that's the thing. Um... But yeah, Avengers is the number one movie. I'm pretty sure they're gonna pull it out of the theater because I think it comes out on uh, thing comes out on digital next week. Oh, That's how long cool. it's been in the theaters. Now remember Black Panther. Black Panther was on digital on Blu-ray and was still in the theaters. Like yeah, well, then they the bring then they bring it back for like Black Month. What's it called? Black no, they just left it in there the oh. whole time. Never took it out, never did a reimagining, never did a re-release. They just left that shit in the whole time. Right. So, like I said, Avengers did the same thing because Avengers comes out on digital next week and they didn't. They never really said when they were going to take it out of the theaters. I'm pretty sure now they broke the record, they're probably going to pull it out of the theaters now. Yeah. I might have to wait till Blu-ray. So. Blu-ray, I think, comes out middle like of August. Yeah. yeah. I might wait till because I just saw it, like, a seems like a couple weeks ago. When did I see it? Right before I saw Spider-Man. Well, I got iTunes credit saved up for my birthday, so I'm gonna use that to spend it to get Avengers Endgame, and I'll be I'll be okay. I thought they got rid of iTunes. They did, but they didn't. Okay, let oh, me flip oh, that. Oh, you up. got that movies anywhere shit or whatever? I do. Come on, man. Okay. You know I do. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, okay, they did get rid of iTunes, but the thing is, nobody was using iTunes anyway. What they did is that they just now they have everything separated in different apps. So you got uh the Apple TV app. You have Apple Music app, Apple Podcasts, Apple Books. So instead of just iTunes with some one hub where one-stop shop everything, everything's just in a different Apple. It's, it's the same thing. Whatever got rid of, was it Ultraviolet or whatever? They did get rid of Ultraviolet. Now, they have actually have not gotten, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually very important. I just got an email about that the other day. Yeah. They haven't gotten rid of Ultraviolet yet. They're going to get rid of Ultraviolet next week. Mm-hmm. So anybody that has ultraviolet, I'm pretty sure it's not a whole lot of people, but if you have ultraviolet, do not discontinue your ultraviolet account. Yeah. But if you do that, you will lose all of your movies you have on. You have to leave your ultraviolet account. You basically stay logged in. Don't log out. Because if you log out, you're going to lose all your movies. Yeah. But if I you still have them, when everything switches over, you'll still have all your movies and you're good and it's no problem. So just giving you a heads up on this in minute email, want to make sure I got that information out there. Oh, uh, what is that? I got the same email because I got yeah, my shit's linked to the like Voodoo. My shit's linked. So. My, okay, my shit is linked in everything. My Ultraviolet account is linked into iTunes, linked into Voodoo, linked into Google. Yeah, the, the movies uh, anywhere thing. Go, yeah, Google's movies anywhere, YouTube, Amazon Prime, Microsoft, all that shit. Uh, and Fandango. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, so all that and cinema now. I think cinema now, but I don't, I don't deal with cinema now. So all my shit is connected to all that shit. So I can pull up all that shit wherever. It was pretty cool when I was at the hotel. I don't, all I did was just log into YouTube. All my moves were like right there. Okay. So it was pretty cool. Um. Yeah. And like I said, that's yeah, the. Bo- I, 
I do you yeah voodoo. You know what I watched on because voodoo is like like has free movies now. They do have free movies. Do you like, watch like Terminator? Net- I didn't watch Terminator with you on there. Yeah. Well, they got like yeah, it's almost like another Netflix. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a commercials every now and then on there, yeah. and I mean but you know what you know what I watched the other night. What's that? Break into Electric Boogaloo. Is that on there? That one on there last on, time I checked. It was on there. It's free on Voodoo right now with okay. ads, you know, with some commercials. But I noticed something watching it this time. I hadn't seen it in years. I wa- noticed watching it this time, Ozone, mm-hmm. he's kind of a bitch. Hmm. I'm just saying, he's like always bitching about some shit in that movie. I mean, I'm pretty sure like, he had a reason for it. He's always powered. Like when, when like Kelly comes back, hey, I'm going to Paris. Oh, so you leaving me now? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> aren't you going to help miracles? We need you. Like, they don't need her ballet ass. They can fine. You know? <laughs> now, let me ask you, was that the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme dancing in the background? I don't know. What was he? I think so. <laughs> I, it was either one or two, but I can't remember. But Jean, you could see Jean-Claude Van Damme in the background. I don't know. I I I I must have missed that. I never he, knew. He's he one of the backup that. dancers. He... Oh damn! I'm about to watch it again now. <laughs> I had to look it up again. I can't remember if it was part one or part two, but I know he's in one of those as a backup dancers. So, yeah. So shout out to Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh. But you can totally like when when uh, when Turbo falls down the stairs and gets injured. You could they cut to like the the stunt double. You can totally tell it's like a fucking dude's all fat and shit <laughs> falling down the <laughs> stairs. And... <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Like those '80s movies, you can't redo them. <laughs> that, that, that was a special time for '80s movies. Yeah, found myself still knowing the lyrics to "Emergency" and shit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I mean, let me know when they put Crush Groove on there. That's what I want to see again. Oh, Crush Groove. I love Wait. Crush Groove. Oh, that is on there. I that was on. It's I. I don't think it's free, but it is on there because oh, it yeah, came I, up. I know on it's street. on there. I know it's on there. But yeah, I want. I want to know if it's free. All that shit's on there. That. <laughs> I saw Crush Groove was on like HBO like not too like a year a couple years ago. Grooving, buddy yeah. yeah. You talk about the one with with Run DMC and the Fat Boys and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh Curtis Blow, I think he was like the main guy. Yeah, Curtis Blow's in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. me and my brother why it came on like HBO like holy shit. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. You know, since the Fat Boys were hot. We yeah. were alive. Remember <laughs> that solo movie Disorderlies? Yeah, Disorderlies. I that love song. disorderly. I can remember. I, I can almost uh, repeat disorderly's word for word. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the fat boys. <laughs> oh, but then again, they, they got like skinny. Like you know, the biggest one, Buffy. Yeah, he, he well, got skinny. A couple, well, a couple of them are dead now. The only one that's well, still alive is uh is uh Cool Rock Ski, and he's a bodybuilder. He's like fucking Conan. <laughs> like how are you gonna be fat boys? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this weekend we had San Diego Comic Con, and uh, like I said, it was a bunch of news came out. But you know, we only care about one thing. We just want to care what Marvel did because Marvel. This is the first time Marvel has appeared at Hall H in what two, three years. Yeah, I guess yeah. Something like that because they've always because they basically had nothing to promote. But this time we knew that after Endgame they were going to come with their Phase Four slate. And we're going to talk about it in a second. Uh, I do want to talk about DC did show up. Actually, no, DC didn't show up. CW showed up. Yeah. CW showed up, and they pretty much talked about what they're going to do for, like, this coming up season. And it's basically going to be Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they pretty much said what they're going to do. And they announced that Brandon Routh is coming back as Superman. 
And he came on stage and he said he's not going to come back as, as Superman Returns Superman because they can't give him the super, uh, the suit again. So he opened up his uh, shirt and there was the Kingdom Come Superman logo on it. So it's going to be the uh, Kingdom Come Superman. So he's, he's going to be, be all super- old and shit. I guess they're going to give him like gray temples or something because really he's not old enough to be Kingdom Come Superman. You know, but whatever. We'll, we'll work with it. He's going to be Superman. That other guy that's been Superman for the longest, he's going to be Superman. I'm hearing rumors even today they might be bringing back Tom Welling. I'm hearing Linda Carter oh. might be in it. Oh, well, wasn't Linda Carter on one of those shows? Linda Carter, I think, is the president on Supergirl. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. I was saying, don't they have Dean Cain? Isn't Dean Cain, like, her dad or some shit? Yeah, some shit. So all the Supermen that are still alive are on the CW doing something. Yeah. But hey, Brandon Routh, he's uh, the Adam, and he he's the Adam. Yeah, he he's Ray Palmer on there. So I guess they're gonna have him doing dual roles, or maybe Ray Palmer will get kidnapped for like a whole episode, and then <laughs> Kingdom Come Superman will show up or something. I don't know. Yeah, he'll be he'll be he'll be shrunken in somebody's ass the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so some shit like that, and like I said, that is gonna be Arrow's last season. So I know people don't care about CW anything like that, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna die in that. In that uh, crossover, Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're setting it up for that. All right. Well, if it's going to be a crisis, then yeah, then a few of them should die. <laughs> a few. Of them, well, I think because he made a deal because the guy told him last time that Flash and Supergirl are supposed to die in the upcoming crisis, which in the comic Supergirl and Flash did die. Yeah, I know Supergirl. Died. Yeah, and Flash. Yeah. But in the show, Arrow made a deal. He like they're too important. Make a deal. He was like, "What are you?" Uh, you know, what are you giving up? You know, and then they show him in his own show in the future. He's already dead and he's been dead for like years. OK. Yeah. So basically, like and he leaves and it's like they ne- nobody ever sees him again. They don't know if he actually like died, died. But basically, he's never seen again. So, yeah, that's that's that. That's the yeah, I might check it. Out. I, I, I didn't I haven't watched any of them shows, but in years. But I did watch. I like watch the event. Lat. What would what, what you watch? Was it? What, the the event that they had last year, the crossover. I'm, trying to, think, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Not Identity Crisis, which it, which it should have been called Identity Crisis. I don't know why it wasn't that. It was called. Fuck. I don't know. It was the one where they switched bodies, but I can't remember the name of it. Elseworlds. That was called Elseworlds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Why the fuck they didn't call it Identity Crisis? Yeah, and Bat and Batwoman was on there. Batwoman and shit. was there, and yeah, they had all that shit showing up. And that honestly, that whole thing just felt like a prequel for the Infinity Crisis coming coming up. Mm-hmm. It feel like we're just sitting a piece over there because next year, that's where all the insane shit is gonna happen. Matter of fact, I even guarantee you, like the black dude Diggle, they're gonna make him Green Lantern. I guarantee you. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, but that's the CW. Like I said, that's DC. Pretty much all they have with the CW, they pretty much had nothing else. There is no DCEU. You know, uh, there were signs of release the Snyder Cut flying outside on a plane before Hall H started. No one cared. Next night didn't show up. So it was whatever. So pretty much it was just Marvel. It was just Marvel, 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 Marvel. And Eli is digging to it. Did you did you get how much of it did you did you actually watch at the Marvel Hall Age? I saw like the panel, that thing. Um Yeah, the one that Kevin Feige came and announced everything. Okay. And cool. everybody showed up, yeah. Okay, here's I'll what watch we're gonna that. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We, since you saw it and I saw it, we're going to break down. Because like I said, there's 10 events that they broke down. So from, from the next two years, uh, Marvel has, Marvel Studios has 10 events coming out. Let's break down the events, see what we think about it, and kind of go from there. Because I kind of want to go to each one in depth. 
I'm, I don't have the list in front of me. I'm going to go off top. I think the first one off top was uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Okay, so what I want to say about Black Widow. Oh, they had the panel. They had people coming up. <clears throat> Your boy from Stranger Things. What's his name? Harper? Harper. Harper. Yeah. Harper. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, whatever. That guy. He's going to be in it. He's going to be playing Red Guardian. Now, Red Guardian is uh, basically like the Captain America of Russia, making him Captain Russia. Uh, in the comics, he's Black Widow's like ex-husband. And she thought he was dead. And when he died, that's when she decided to go to the Red Room, which is why she called herself the Black Widow, because she's a widow, where she thought he, thought she was. So basically, uh -huh. we don't know how that's going to happen, but that's what it is. Uh, Rachel Weisz is in it. She's an assassin. Uh, basically, she's going to be fighting a whole bunch of people from the Red Room. Like a bunch, I guess they're going to send a bunch of Red Room Black Widow assassins coming after her. That Yelena Bolovich, that was a blonde-haired Black Widow in the 90s. She's going to be in the movie. Okay. Okay. I guess either she's gonna be they're gonna be teaming up, they're gonna be fighting. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh Taskmaster is rumored to be the bad guy in the movie. The actor that's playing him was not there. So we don't know what's going on with that one. Oh, they did actually say when the movie is going to be set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they said the movie's gonna be set after Civil War. After Civil after Civil War, that, uh, your boy Harper, Har Harbor, Hellboy, he said it. Because the, the, the reporter asked him, it's like, so when's this movie going to be set? Nobody said anything. He just blurted out after Civil War. And Scott Stewart has turned around and looked like, what the hell? <laughs> like, no, nah, it's cool. <laughs> like, so I don't know if he was supposed to say that or not. But anyway, he said, so it's going to be after Civil War. So maybe we'll get Budapest, maybe we don't. I don't know. So that's that. What else we got? Um, Falcon and... and Winter Soldier, yeah, we, buddy cop movie, yeah, we know. Oh, they're gonna be fighting Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo will have the purple sock on his head. Okay. So, cool. Um, trying to think what's next. I may be skipping something. Oh, Eternals. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's talk about Eternals. Now, Eternals, that's the one that had, I had the biggest question mark around right there because at first, Eli, I had no expectation for eternals whatsoever i was like i don't we don't need this movie i don't want to see this movie what the fuck is this they kind of piqued my interest a little bit oh yeah just just with the casting they had on there like i said uh we we, we got we got selma hayek you know she's in it and angelina jolie like okay that's right there uh your boy stuber whatever i can't remember his name he's in it and, and uh paperboy from atlanta is in it Oh yeah, yeah. That's the one that got me. I was like, okay, I didn't expect him to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> he did the voice of uh, Miles Morales' dad. Did he? He did. That's right, he did. And Marshall Ali also did the voice for Prowler, but we'll talk about Marshall Ali in yeah. Lee in a second. Uh, so, and it was funny. I saw a Facebook post about that. They had him posted, and they're like, "Well, he needs to, you know, get in the gym before the movie comes out." I'm like, he's fat. <laughs> Like, Marvel didn't hire this guy to get, you know, turn into The Rock before the movie comes out. You know, pretty much going to be him when he comes out. That's kind of what they cast him for. Oh, Gilgamesh is in the movie. I know Ooh. nobody gives a fuck about Gilgamesh. That kind of caught my attention. I'm like, okay, they're going with Gilgamesh. Because here's the thing about Gilgamesh in the comics. Like I said, this ain't no Wikipedia shit. This is just the shit I remember from Gilgamesh reading Eternals in the comics. So Gilgamesh is supposed to be like, like I said, all the Eternals are like 35,000 years old, some bullshit like that. Basically, any famous warrior you remember in history was supposed to be him. Like okay. Achilles and, 
you know, Hannibal or whatever the fuck, you know, it's all him. You know, he just went through history just wherever the coolest shit is. He just went there and just started fucking shit up. That's what he did. So that's him. And that's what we call him Gilgamesh, the forgotten one, because nobody remembers him. No. Oh, what else? What else they got going on? And honestly, I mean, there's a thing that about the Eternals that interests me. Not just the movie itself, but the implications you can have on the Marvel Universe. So, just like we were saying about Gilgamesh, like he is all these warriors that existed all this time like that. Now, the way they had the Eternals set up, and even the way that Jack Kirby set up the Eternals, they're basically, they're basically Marvel's new gods, basically. But the way he had the Eternals set up, since they've been around for 30,000 years like that, they might have even influenced, they could have them set that they influenced our mythology or our religion and things like that. Basically, like, like Thor was a myth and now he's real. They can say the Eternals the same way. Like, we thought the Eternals and the, they, the Greek gods, they're not, they're not, there are no Greek gods. We just confuse the Eternals for the Greek gods. Or the Roman gods, or whatever, you know. And plus, like since they were created by the Celestials, basically another way. Like, okay, we created the Eternals, and maybe like the ancestors of the maybe the Eternals had kids, and maybe they created the mutants, leading to the X Men. You know, that's the bloodline coming from the Eternals. You know, whatever. We, we it's so many ways they can go with this. I so I'm kind of curious like that. We, we we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is on the list. Um, I think an- let's go with another one of those Disney Plus things. Uh, WandaVision has yeah. every- everybody's attention. WandaVision is going to be on there. Uh, Paul Bettany was on there. Scarlet Witch was there. Uh, oh, and my favorite, Monica Rambeau is there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Monica Rambeau is there. Oh, and she is played by Tiana Paris. Okay, Eli, I have a list. I have a list. Uh, Selma Hayek is on the list, of course. <laughs> but Tiana Paris is on the list also. <laughs> so, like, if you just say she's going to be in a movie, I'm there. You're telling me she's going to play Monica Rambeau, I'm definitely there. So, right. I'm just saying, I'm hoping they don't just keep her regulated to TV because that character, Monica Rambeau, and Tiana Paris deserve to be on the big screen. And so, right. I-, I like Monica Rambeau better than Storm. That's just me. I've always liked her better. I thought she was a cooler character. And more powerful for one thing. Um, we'll see how that goes. But the thing about here's an interesting thing about WandaVision. WandaVision is actually a prequel to Doctor Strange. Like okay. I'm saying, that show leads directly to Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is gonna be multiverse into madness where uh Scarlet Witch is gonna be in that also. So I'm thinking that's pretty interesting too. So it's all gonna be one thing. And that's the thing about this Disney Plus thing. So the Disney Plus thing, Kevin Feige is sure that they not bullshitting us this time. It really is all connect, connected. Uh, this won't be another Netflix fiasco. It won't be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It won't be Cloak and Dagger. It's going to all be connected. They're all going to be one thing. Now, a lot of people are asking now, what makes this different from the Netflix things like that? The difference is Kevin Feige is over all this stuff. Kevin Feige is not over the Netflix and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Runaways and whatever that bullshit is. That's Jeff Loeb and Ike Perlmutter, they're over that shit. They oversee that stuff. But this, and that's why Kevin Feige didn't give a fuck what happens on those shows over there. But this, Disney Plus, that's his baby. So he's going to make sure all that shit connects. But he's been cranking out so many projects, he didn't have time to do everything. Um, trying to think. Oh, another one. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Okay. That's probably the only one that's got me interested. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. Shang-Chi is their secret weapon. That's more of a secret weapon right there because he's Chinese. 
China is a bigger market than America right now for Marvel. That's where most of their billions come from because they do such high big numbers in China. So when China finds out they have a Chinese superhero with a full Chinese, uh, you know, cast and director, I, I feel like Shang Chi has potential to be not, not even potential. I'm almost gonna damn near guarantee it. It's gonna be their highest grossing solo movie. Yeah, I don't they, see they why. Got, I don't see why it couldn't be. Yeah, well, they got Tony Leung in it, and he's like a huge movie star over there. Yeah, he's that's what I'm saying. His... Like, you put their people in there, you got yeah. something to work with. You know, uh, the funny thing about it, like the the actor, like, and now here's the thing about Shang Chi. Now, I was rooting for Ludi Lin the whole time. I thought Ludi Lin got this. This is a layup. I'm glad I didn't bet money on it because I thought for sure he had that shit. Uh, for those who don't know who Ludi Lin is, he was the Black Power Ranger on the movie i know you're thinking it's a black guy but i know they had an asian guy playing the black ranger while they had the black ranger playing the blue ranger the black dude playing the blue ranger whatever that's one reason why the movie failed <laughs> i need my racism color coordinated i can't have this shit's too confusing. talking about the new the new power rangers yeah oh yeah i didn't see that I yeah was the black about ranger they, was asian they did have a black they did have a black asian ranger a, wait <laughs> an, an asian black ranger back in the did they? They did, didn't they? I just I'm remember, look, sure. when I watched Power Rangers, the Black Ranger was a black dude. The Asian person was Yellow Ranger, <laughs> which was really fucked up. Yeah, the girl was the pink. Yellow, yeah, the girl was pink. <laughs> yeah, so I, I knew who was who. I'm watching the new one. I'm getting confused. Like, okay, who's the Blue Ranger? The Blue Ranger, the Black Oh, <laughs> but did you know the, the White Ranger, Tommy, was part native? Was he? He was. There was an episode oh, where okay. he goes... How there was an episode Nate? where he goes and fucking meets a medicine man and burns How sage. And is he like Zach Morris native? Pretty much, you know. <laughs> but he had a ponytail, you know. You know, he had the ponytail in. He's meeting the, you know, meets a shaman who starts, you know, telling him all this mystical horse shit. So it was, and that's canon now. That's canon. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad they were able to work that in. He's one thirty second native, so okay, they can work that in. <laughs> But yeah, oh, and I'm only talking about the Power Ranger movie for a second. I know we're talking about Marvel. I'm talking about the Power Ranger movie. Movie wasn't that bad. It was a 90 minute long Power Rangers show, so I don't know what you're expecting. You got what you expect to pay for. But the, about the new talk, one? The new one, yeah. I don't give a fuck about Power Rangers. I'm, I'm strictly talking about the new one. <laughs> but since that movie flopped, they're rebooting Power Rangers again. I'm like, wh how? Like, what's the point? Like, you really think you can make a better one than the last one that came out? That's pretty much as good as you're going to get. Sorry. You can keep trying, but it's not going to really make a difference. But the reason I want to talk about that, because everybody from that Power Rangers like show, well, the movie, kind of blew up. Okay, like uh, the Pink Ranger? She's Jasmine and Lil Mermaid. Oh, is she? Yeah. Uh, the Red Ranger. He looks exactly like uh, uh, Zac Efron. He was in uh, Stranger Things, like season three. Oh, was he? I, I don't. I, oh, you talking about the new movie? Yeah. So I, I, no, I, can't, I, <laughs> you can't, I, I don't I, give a fuck about the the, the 90s cartoon. I, I haven't seen it, so I'm like, I don't know these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing. But, like I said, everybody seemed to be blown up. That, and, like I said, my point was Ludi Lin was on the show also. And he was also uh, on that weird ass episode of Black Mirror. He was the, the karate dude on there. Yeah, I'm thinking, Black okay, Man. everybody on there, you got Black Manta, you got Falcon, you got Mantis, and you got him. So I'm thinking, okay, he's going to be the Marvel movie. Got to be. He's got to be a superhero. Nope. They got some other guy. And here's how that guy got the role. 
that guy got the role because he tweeted Marvel last year. That's it. Now, is he an actor? Yeah, he's is an he actor. actor yeah. just some, he's just some random some, ass just dude. Some around the way fool just like <laughs> working at McDonald's. Hey, can I be in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that easy. So before, <laughs> before anybody think you can just be a superhero just by tweeting Marvel, no, it doesn't work like that. No, he's an actual actor. He's an actual actor and he's a real life martial artist. Okay. So, but it's just funny that like he has his tweet pulled up, and when they announced it yesterday, he retweeted that tweet. He was like, "Oh well, I guess it, it guess it pays off," you know. So he's congratulating himself for making that tweet. Matter of fact, he made the tweet back in 2014 after like one of the Avengers movie came out. He was like, "Well, what about an Asian uh, superhero Marvel?" You know. And then last year he tweeted about Shang Chi, and they gave him the role, and bam, that's it. So, like I said, I still would have preferred Ludi Lin. Maybe this guy impressed me. I don't know. Another reason I want to talk about Shang-Chi. Another reason we should be excited for. The bad guy of the movie. Now, the bad guy of the movie they're making is the Mandarin. Yeah. And not Trevor Slattery. The real Mandarin. Like the Ten Rings, the whole thing. So basically, like you've been hinting at the Mandarin, or at least the Ten Rings organization since Iron Man 1. Since the very beginning. They were the bad yeah. guys of Iron Man 1. Matter of fact, it was if you blink and you miss it in Iron Man 2... That's who gave Whiplash the ticket to come to America. They funded him to come to America. Oh, yeah? Because they gave him they gave him a bunch of money and a passport, and it had a Ten Ring symbol on it. So the Ten Rings oh, sent him shit. over there. Okay. Yeah. But then Iron Man 3 threw all the bullshit out the window. Uh, Mandarin was Trevor Slattery, and then he wasn't. And then he was Seth Killian. I might have fucked his name up. I am the Mandarin, or whatever the bullshit he said. I don't know. So, but no, now they're making the real life Mandarin, and and, I, and I, I'm glad they're doing that because the Mandarin is a problematic character, I think. So I, I feel like you should put him in the hands of Asians. I know that's fucked up to say, but I think you should. I think you should put him in the hands of some Asian filmmakers and directors and creators stuff like that, just yeah. to make sure you're not doing something really fucked up. It's like how they they didn't call Mbaku Manny. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I'm what I was thinking of. Because when Stan Lee made the Mandarin, he wasn't trying to make... He wasn't doing it for representation. No. He was trying to... Yeah, yeah, he was making a fucked up character. You know, based off stereotypes, based off fear-mongering, because that's what Stan Lee was doing. I love Stan, but he was xenophobic as a motherfucker. (laughs) You know... All them Jews were. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. They were, a, but they were a product of their time. It was the time. <laughs> Eli, I promise that might have been the most fucked up thing ever said on this show. <laughs> I think we've raised the bar. I think we've topped ourselves. <laughs> hey, I'm part Jewish, so I can say that shit. <laughs> Are you the one thirty second Jewish? <laughs> yeah, I'm part Jewish. <laughs> No oh. bullshit. I'm not, I ain't bullshitting either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was born in Brooklyn, so. Okay. <laughs> not saying that all the Jews are from New York. <laughs> so basically, anything we say after this show, it can't be anti-Semitic because Eli is one thirty-second yeah. Jewish. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> Something. Yeah. Oh shit! What are we talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, Shang Chi. <laughs> Stanley being a racist. <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> okay so that's why i'm glad that they're getting the hands in some asian film directors and creators to kind of 
fix the Mandarin problem because if you take Mandarin from the comic book and put him on screen, it's going to piss off a lot of people, mainly in China. <laughs> so you got to kind of fix him and make him, they're going to make him sympathetic. They're going to make him an Asian vulture. You know, he's got kids and a mortgage and shit to feed. That's why he's killing all these people and doing the terrorist organization. And it's, like, Tony, and it's Tony Leung who, yeah, he's one of the biggest, you know, Chinese movie stars ever. Yeah. Got you. So they're not gonna do no fucked up shit like they did in the in the, the video games. See my power. No, they're gonna actually make him a real character. So I want to yeah. see what they do with Mandarin. Yeah. They they had to work cut out for him. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. And for those who don't know who Tony Leung is, go watch Hard Boiled. John Woo's Hard Boiled. Oh, that was an old movie. Yeah, he's the undercover cop. But if y'all, if for those who are too young for that shit, The Departed. You know, Leo DiCaprio and Marky Mark, the Departed movie, Scorsese, his only Oscar for Best Picture, that was a remake of the Infernal Affairs trilogy uh, from from Hong Kong, and Tony Leung is in those movies, too. Now, let me ask you, because I haven't seen that movie, is there any karate in it? In, in Infernal Affairs? Yeah, no, Departed. Yes, Infernal Affairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a straight-up gangster movie. Uh, okay, I, I can do but it. He, can he do was it. also in Hero. And Jet Li's hero. Now, I remember hero that one. Or, I remember that one. Okay. Flying daggers. He was. In, no, he's done martial. He can do martial arts as well. He's been in some martial art movies too. Ashes of Time, Chunk. Well, Chunk King Express was more of like shoot 'em up shit. And of course, Hard Boiled and Bullet in the Head. He was also in the movie. For those, a Bullet in the Head. You know, John Woo is known for Hard Boiled and the Killer and shit. But Bullet in the Head is like a fucking Hong Kong fucking deer hunter. It's okay. fucking awesome. It's a great fucking movie. It's about these three kids in China growing up during the Vietnam War, and they they start out as criminals, you know, doing you know street hood shit, and then they end up in the Vietnam War, and then they become gangsters. It's this fucking crazy three hour epic that John Woo directed. It's got if you've seen uh, Mission Impossible, uh, the the uh, the one that John Woo directed, where he's doing the the car chase and shit, that same car chase is in bullet in the head only done way better and with guns blazing and crazy shit you know <laughs> oh, <wow. clears throat> so yeah so that's why i'm excited i mean i've, I've known tony leon for a long time and so that he's that he's playing a the villain in this movie i'm like holy shit i was like damn okay and i'm thinking <laughs> i think they're gonna switch some things up because like i said uh shang chi's father in the comics is Fu Manchu and he's like the bad guy doing all the fucked up shit in that movie but I think Marvel lost the rights to Fu Manchu which is why they're doing Ma Mandarin and I'm thinking they're going to switch it where Mandarin is going to be his father okay I'm thinking I'm thinking that's what they're going to do and it basically is going to be like the CIA or MI6 is going to you know recruit him and it's going to be like it's basically going to be like an Asian James Bond you know right. which I'm I'm sold do that yeah. okay yeah, I'm down for a kung fu flick for yeah. Marvel. And the thing is, people saying like Shang Chi don't Shang Chi don't have any powers like that. Sometimes he does in the comics. There was a recent run in Jonathan Hickman's run in the Avengers where somehow he got the power to like I know people don't know anything about Naruto where he was able to make shadow clones of himself and he like fucked up some dude something like that. And then one time he was in a room for a whole bunch of like ninjas or Hydra agents something like that. And Tony Stark gave him some Stark Tech nunchucks. Some, I don't, I don't know, know what she did. Yeah, they didn't show what happened, but they just cut to the next panel. Everybody was fucking dead. And he, he just he he just couldn't give him an Iron Man suit like everybody. Fuck no! <laughs> fucking Tony Stark with a racist piece of shit. 
Here's a here's a he, he already gave a, a rodeo suit he made five years ago. He ain't getting the new one. Yeah, here's iron nunchucks. Yeah, <laughs> iron nunchucks. Dude, I'm Chinese, not Japanese. <laughs> Tony's like close enough. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I, and there may be some more projects in between, but I forgot them. So let's just go to the main one that had everybody's tw- titties in a twist. It pissed everybody off. That everybody was happy for it first. Let me get to it. Okay. Thor. Thor 4. Thor 4. Love and Ragnarok. Love and Thunder. That's the name of the movie. Okay. So Chris Hemsworth was there. Taika Waititi was there. Tessa Thompson was there. Uh, and then they made it, made an announcement that they're basing off Jason Aaron's run off the mighty Thor where Thor becomes a female. And they brought out Jane Foster, you know, Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. And then they gave Natalie Portman Molnir. So yes, Mon, uh, Natalie Portman is going to be the new Thor in Thor Four. And the crowd in Hall H was excited. That was honestly up at, up until that point, that was the biggest applause that anybody had gotten, you know, in the theater at Hall H during their press conference. But then I go to the internet. Oh, <laughs> different story. <laughs> oh, different story. Oh, so much bitching, so much, you know, people, so hatred. Because it was the same thing that happened back in 2015 when all this shit broke. We 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 reliving we reliving it. We're stuck in a time loop, Eli. Because when that Jason Aaron story broke in 2015 and Marvel had that all new, all different thing, uh, the fans hated it. The fans boycotted it. The fans bitch about it. It created Comicsgate. Mm-hmm. Like that that issue plus other things happen right there. It's JW Marvel. So Marvel did everything they can to, to you know to calm those fanboys down and fix everything in the comics back the way it was before. But now it seems like the movies are going the way that the comics did back in 2015. Captain America's black, Thor's a woman, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And that's what they're going through. like. So now we're seeing this same cycle all over again, you know. Um, and now, to be fair, some people are just mad about it being Natalie Portman. They're like, why why even bring Natalie Portman back when Natalie Portman clearly says she doesn't even like being in this shit? Yeah, that is true. You know, I'm, let me say something about Natalie Portman for a second. Natalie Portman, his thing. I love Natalie Portman. But Natalie Portman doesn't love me back. Every movie she's been in, I've supported. I love that shit. She's she's my Padme in Star Wars. But she don't give a fuck about those movies. She doesn't like me. I love the MV for Vendetta. She don't give a fuck about that movie. She don't give a fuck about me. She was okay in the Thor movies. I could I could tolerate her. But she give a fuck about those <clears throat> movies either. You know. But at the same time, I can understand. What was the last Thor movie she was in? Thor The Dark World? And she was like, fuck this shit. I can kind of understand. Like, it was the worst fucking Thor movie. It seemed like they're, they're getting better movies at the time. And one of the reasons she did leave was because she wanted a female director. She wanted Patty Jenkins. She wanted Patty Jenkins to direct the movie. Something went down. She didn't get the role. And that's why Natalie Portman wanted out. Of course, Patty Jenkins went to go do Wonder Woman. Had great success over there. That's another story here and there. And plus, Natalie Portman didn't want to play The Girlfriend. You know, basically the girlfriends run around, not do anything, and she just be there. So, yeah, you people are like, well, how did they bring her back? Well, they made her fucking Thor. How's she going to turn that shit down? Now she's calling the shots. Now you're going to have Thor as the damsel of the th- distress running around, you know, where Natalie Portman has to save him. So, of course, she's going to come back for that. You know, so that's the role That's the role she has for that one. Uh, We're hearing it again. Well, she better get in the gym. She better bulk up. It's Natalie Portman. She's fucking four foot three. 
what, what can she do? That's it. Plus, that's kind of the whole point. She's like little and dainty with the big ass hammer going to beat the fuck out of people. Kind of the selling point it is. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. That's my thing. Uh, I know people want a Beta Ray Bill. I know people want a Thunderstrike. But hey, those are the breaks. This same Beta Ray Bill might pop up in Guardians of the <clears> Galaxy, <throat> which I'm almost guaranteeing it might happen. Yeah, they didn't say nothing about that. Uh, they actually did. Well, they, he, he said they they mentioned it, but they're not. They're not. They have time or whatever. Yeah. Well, basically, what they're saying they announced everything in 2021. Yeah. And like I said, I th- we ran through everything for the main stuff, right? If we did, we did. Uh, Fuck it. Let's pretend like we did. Uh, so after that, like I said, it's like you said, they announced. So basically, they announced everything they're doing for 20, from 2020, 2020 to 2021. That's the slate. Everything else was going to be after. They named, like I said, Black Panther 2. They named Captain Marvel 2. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Basically, they said they're all in development. Uh, he did mention Fantastic Four. He did mention mutants. He didn't say X-Men, but he did say mutants. He said yeah. mutants are on the way. So, and then after all that was done, then he brought out Mahershala Ali and announced Mahershala Ali as the new Blade. And so, and then that was the biggest surprise that ever got. Because most of the stuff we had already heard about, that's the one that kind of shocked me. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't see that coming. You know. So, mm-hmm. But before we get too excited, we don't know what it's going to be as. Is it going to be a movie? Is it going to be another one of those Disney Plus shows? Are they going to stick it on Hulu? What's the deal? You know, is it going to be rated R? Is it going to be rated PG-13? You know, yeah, that's my main thing. That's the thing, because Kevin Feige already said not doing <coughs> any, any R-rated movies. They asked him that when they asked him about Black Widow. No R-rated movies. So how are they going to do a PG-13 Blade movie? I don't know. And so... A lot of people yeah. upset, you know, a lot of people upset about the choice. Mahershala, they say Mahershala Ali... Uh, wasn't a good choice. Then they started naming around these other random ass black actors which they never heard of before. You know, they all look like they're models and shit. You know, uh, people mad that Wesley Snipes hadn't, you know, was not in the picture. Look, Wesley Snipes can't do it anymore. The dude is 60. He's not karate kicking anybody. That's it. Let it go. Yeah, she came out like 20 years ago. Yes, <laughs> let it let it go. Wesley Snipes, yes, he's awesome. Yes, he kicked off the new. Day, uh, millennium for superhero movies how it's supposed to be done. Yes, he invented the horror superhero movie. He's done all this shit first. Yes, he was the first black superhero in a good movie. Technically spawned it before him, but that movie sucks, so we're not going to go with that one. So, yes, he did all this stuff, but there comes a time and a place where you have to pass it over and give it to somebody else. He can't play this shit forever. So, and Marjorie Ali, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that one. He's a two-time Oscar-winning actor. Plus, he's been in these uh, Marvel movies before. Hell, He's the best part of Luke Cage. He played Cottonmouth. And let's be honest. The moment they killed him all, Luke Cage went straight to shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was the best part of that one. Now, you can get mad about, well, he played Cottonmouth. Does that mean continuity? Who gives a fuck about the continuity? We just said nobody gives a fuck about these TV shows. Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., Runaway, Cloak and Dagger. Fuck those shows. I mean... Relatively speaking, they have nothing to do with the movie show. So whatever you're doing there doesn't happen. We've already proved it's, they're not connected because uh, Alfre Woodard has already played a lady cussing out Tony Stark and Black Rider. She's done both. Hell, Denai Guerrero. She was in an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was in it, like the first season. She was playing like uh, one of Coulson's uh, like, stu- students or some shit like that. Now she's Okoye in Wakanda. 
two completely different characters, you know. And we can keep going down the road. Star Lord's mom has played two characters in the movies. <laughs> and so, it, who gives a fuck? They're actors. Let them play a role, whatever they want to do. And so, if Mahershala Ali wants to play Blade, let him play Blade. I think he's gonna be an awesome Blade. And people saying, "Well, he doesn't know karate." None of these fuckers know karate. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson don't know that <clears throat> shit. Yeah, it's a stunt though. Yeah, the only person that is even remotely close to knowing anything is Tom Holland, because he's a professional dancer. That's it. And they even tell him to quit doing that dumb shit like backflipping on Jimmy Kimmel and shit. You know. <laughs> so. But that's that's my thing. So he's gonna be an awesome blade. They honestly they they killed it. I, I feel like they killed it for Hall H. Marvel came out. Kevin Feige basically came on stage, whipped his dick out, looked at the crowd, and looked at him and said, "It's not gonna suck itself." Because he can do that. Because he's Kevin fucking Feige. You know. And so I may have missed a, a whatever something like that. But for the Hawkeye most part, or I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Pretty much everything they brought out, I, I feel like I said, I don't think there's any, any weak spots in it. I think even Eternals, which I was kind of eh, hesitant about it. Like, the only one I'm hesitant about, I'm not even really hesitant about, is Black Widow. Because I feel like we don't need a Black Widow movie. But I do feel like Scarlett Johansson deserves a Black Widow movie, if that makes any sense. Because she did put in a lot of hard work, and the Avengers was, she put her time in. So I feel like she deserves a paycheck for a movie. But at the same time, I feel like that should have been a movie... That was done a while ago, like in phase one or phase two. Now we're talking about space gods, and we're talking about the multiverse, and you're going to give us a spy movie? Which fights Taskmaster? Okay. Yeah. I guess. Well, it was interesting. It's like when they're, you know, they, yeah, we're, we're supposed to do all this space shit, but then we bring up fucking Blade and that Doctor Strange is supposed to be a horror movie, and I'm like, okay, well, what's that about? Are right. going to... Are they going to go more towards, like, the supernatural, like Lilith and well, uh, Supposedly, and all supposedly the big bad in that movie is supposed to be Nightmare, what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. You know, so, well, I was like, you know, if they're bringing Blade and, you know, Doctor Strange, that could open up, like, Spirits of Vengeance and all that shit, which would, which would excite me. You know? <laughs> but true. But those characters yeah. look too hardcore for... for for the MCU movie fan yeah. base. You know, you can't bring in yeah. Son of Satan and shit, you know, next to Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, and that's know. what I'm saying. I was like, you know, even when they said that they, they, they want Doctor Strange to be a horror movie, I'm like, yeah, but it's going to be PG-13. So how, and, and my how thing scary is, like, is it going to be? And my thing is, like, Blade would make more sense as a TV show than a movie. Yeah. Because you can do more fucked up shit in there. You know, it's like a movie because the, the MCU has so many... You know rules and tropes like what would you want blade telling jokes and shit like it would make more sense to be a tv show but you can't do that because it's blade he's too popular of a character and plus black panther made 1.3 billion at the box office so you can't stick him on the big screen i mean you can't stick him on tv yeah that's that's your money maker right there you think black folks acted a fool with black panther what's gonna make a blade movie we're gonna have a cookout yeah. right there in the lobby so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, those first, especially the first two, especially the second one. You know, yeah, it's like one of my all-time favorite movies ever. I love that movie. I, I watched it. Hey, commentary. Shit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You heard but it. Here, even folks. the first one. I mean, I love the first one. I had the soundtrack was dope. I mean, yeah, I had a Blade figure somewhere fucking around somewhere. 
Wesley Snipes' his Blade. Just book it all. I mean, it was I was all into that shit when it came out. I was, you know. So yeah, I, and part of it was was the fact that it was R R rated, you know. But at the time, that's what we knew. We like yeah. movies were already they weren't like pussyfied like they are now. Yeah. You know, everything was already back then. I mean, the, yeah, except the Spawn movie, which sucked. But yeah, was, what was that PG thirteen? Like that was PG thirteen, but they did an unrated cut. But there was nothing really. I think it was like one extra scene yeah. or some shit, but that was about it. So yeah, they changed a couple of lines. I think they dropped the swear word or whatever. But oh, like oh but, man, uh, they they dropped the ball on a Spawn movie. But yeah. at the same time, I think it was too early for a Spawn movie. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was only gonna be campy and cheesy because that's what people thought comic books were. Right. So. But um, but yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm for me, it's like a goreless horror movie. That that's something hard to get by. Yeah, that's gonna suck. So I don't know. We'll we'll figure out what. That's, that's my thing with Venom. Like Venom was okay. It just needed some blood. You know, I haven't seen Venom since I saw it in the theaters because I don't really think I need to. You know what I mean? I just thought <laughs> Venom was gonna be the worst movie I ever saw. It turns out to be sort of kind of bad. So I was like, Yeah, better than I expected. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I was like, I mean, it was cool to hear about Blade, but I'm like, okay, but I don't want to get too excited. Right. You know, so. so. Oh well. But yeah, that's all late. That was pretty awesome. We're getting excited for the Marvel stuff. We'll see how it goes from there. Uh, video game stuff. I got some video game stuff I'm going to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it. We're going to move right into the moneymaker of the podcast. We're going to talk about the comic books because it's comic book bullies. We read a bunch of books. I read some books I normally don't read, so I'm actually pretty interested in reviewing that one. I'm actually excited about this. We're going to get into it. Uh, Eli, how, how are we going to do this? You want to you review a book first? Uh, yeah, what'd you read? Pretty much the same shit you read. It's... Okay. Did you read Immortal Hulk? No, I didn't. Okay, I don't read well, that because you read it. Okay. Well, uh, Immortal Hulk. Okay. Number 21. Go for it because I'm pretty sure that's going the first? best book out of all of them. So. Um, it was good. It was really good. Uh, General 14. What's his name? 14. Four, 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 what's this guy's name again? 14, right? The, 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 new, the general guy, he's uh, basically been uh, searching through, searching for Hulk this whole time. And it just goes into his backstory. It's just a flashback, history of his character, what motivates him, why he hates the Hulk so much, how he used to revere uh, Thunderbolt Ross and vowed revenge when he died and all that shit. It's just a flashback of his life and him, you know, going after the Hulk. And at the end, it ends with a cliffhanger where he gets the abomination uh, shit. You know, he's going to become the new abomination. And that's where we get to be continued. So, so really cool. Jones. Yeah. Well, Rick Jones, that they just based, he's been ripped out of that. They ripped, they ripped Rick Jones out of the abomination. I mean, is so. he still alive? Nah, to be know. determined. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he but it's his corpse. They took his corpse and put it inside the abomination. And then, but then Hulk ripped it out. So now that the abomination's body is just kind of sitting there, and at the end it just grabs uh, General Fourteen. Damn, it sound like a Venom symbiote. It's it's fucking yeah. It, this is it's the Immortal Hulk, man. Fucking dope. I'm still digging this. Five out of five. Fuck it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sick. I don't. <laughs> Pretty much a fourteen oh issue streak going five out of five. Yeah. Uh, shit. Yeah. I guess the next one we can do this. Is you got to hear me out with this, Eli. This is a confusing one here. Batman 75. 
Uh, oh yeah, I, I don't know shit either. So okay, let's, let's I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what happened because I read it last night, and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> so yeah. that it's not. It's not even fresh in my mind anymore, and I can't find it anywhere on, on my list. So let me just go from stop from the top. The book starts off, uh, Riddler and Penguin. No, Riddler and Joker are investigating a murder, and the murder they find out is investigated. It turns out Two Face did the murder. So. And then they decide to talk to Commissioner. Commissioner is Hugo Strange. And Hugo Strange turns on the bat signal, and it's Batman, but it's not the Batman we know. It's Flashpoint Batman or Earth 2 Batman or Thomas Wayne, basically. It's Thomas Wayne, yeah. Because he, he's back now? Yeah, he, I, I heard he came up with, back. I haven't, I haven't been keeping up. So yeah, Okay, so both, so both Superman and Batman's dads are back. Mom's still dead, but the dads are back. Okay, whatever. Cool. So... Um, old Batman, Flashpoint Batman is back. He's here. Uh, he talks to him and give me the commission. Basically, they figure out that Two Face did it. They're trying to find out what Two Face is. They find out where his uh, goons are hiding now. So he goes to his goons, find them. It's Solomon Grundy, and I can't recognize the other guy. I think it's Blockbuster or Damage or some shit. I can't remember. Did, did you recognize the other guy? Uh, oh no, I mean, I don't even have the book. Okay. Either way, it was some big bruise. I, I remember Solomon Grundy and some Solomon, other big bruise. Yeah, I remember Solomon Grundy there. Yeah, know. okay. So Batman is getting ready to fight these two. Dave, didn't Solomon Grundy, like, punch the fucking Batmobile in half? Like, that's yeah, right. because, like, Thomas Wayne sent the Batmobile at him. He punched the Batmobile in half. And then when he distracted, he was like, he called him reinforcement. He called in Gotham Girl, and Gotham Girl started fucking both those dudes up. Cut off the other dude's arm. Blockbuster. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then yeah they fuck fuck everybody up. Um, Thomas Wayne goes he goes back to the Batcave. Who was the his butler? Who was his butler? I didn't recognize that. I kept thinking the whole time who was his butler. It was a white haired short guy. But I'm like who are who are you? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, he drives back in the back bike. The dude the butler is like, oh, didn't you leave with a car? Because, like, the car got destroyed oh, by something. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that, yeah. He yeah, comes back and he was like, stuff. yeah, he's waiting for you up top. He's like, oh, he's waiting for me? Good. He doesn't want you. So he goes to the top, uh, top side of the manor, and it's Alfred. He's talking to Alfred. They're basically talking about, like, you know he's going to get you when he comes back, and, you know, you won't be able to get away with this, and, yeah, you got Psycho Pirate to do all this bullshit. Uh, oh, yeah, he fucked up Harvey Dent also. Oh, and, and honestly, Eli, the whole thing, I think, I think what's going on here is that I thought this was a dream sequence, this isn't a dream sequence. This is really happening. Like okay. the somehow Bane is controlling Psycho Pirate. He's doing some fucked up shit in Gotham where the the villains are taking over because you can see the Gotham PD and because they show Bullet. Bullet is tied up butt naked in the room with Joker and Riddler while they're and sitting in his desk. Yeah, yeah. You know, and obviously Batman got his. Like, well, Bruce Wayne got his throat slit and Catwoman is straddling him or something? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, I haven't read Batman in... Fuck. Whenever the Nightmare... I gave up during Nightmare, the whole Nightmare thing. I stopped reading. So I haven't read since then. Um, so I don't know. When I picked this book up, you know, uh, I, had, I was like, what the fuck is going on now? I was like, oh, shit. 
like, do I have to go back and read all that shit? Because I don't really want. I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But what I what I took from it, just reading, because at first when I started reading the issue, I thought, okay, this might got him some kind of dream sequence. Somebody freaking out. But the further I went into the book, I like, oh, this isn't a dream sequence. This is really happening. The villains have taken over Gotham PD, basically, and Bane is still controlling everything from Arkham Asylum. And he's got Psycho Power in his back pocket, basically. Psycho Power is the one doing all. No, no, it's not Bane. It's Thomas Wayne doing all the bullshit. Or Thomas Wayne and Bane. Fuck it. Next book. What would we get this? <laughs> would you rate it, man? Uh, 3.5 out of 5. I'm going to give it that because the art was cool. It had, who was it, David Finch? I think David Finch drew this. Or Tony S. Daniels. Probably Tony Daniels. Or him. Whoever it was, the art was pretty awesome. So I'm going to give it a 3.5 at least for that, even though the book was confusing as fuck. Give me some cliff notes or something next time, Tom King. Shit. Yeah, I yeah, I like I said, I didn't know what I was like. Oh shit! I suppose I'll read Batman. It's seventy five. It's seventy five. Is the so obviously it's gonna be something good. And you read this like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? And yeah, I, I don't know. That's my own damn fault for not giving a shit. Oh, <laughs> or <is> it? Bane. <laughs> He's about to be kicked out the book anyway in a couple of issues. Who cares? Yeah, that's what I was like. I, was like, I, I don't really give a shit. They're like, I'm just doing this, any weird like, shit I've been wanting to do right now to get this shit out the way. I just felt like it was such a chore. It was a chore to read. I'm like, I'm just reading this because, I mean, it's in my pull. I still got it in my pull list. And I just, I got all the books, but I just haven't read them, Mm-mm. you know, because I just stopped giving a shit. I mean, because that's what the nightmare was. Nightmare just seemed like. It was just a homage to all. It was right around when Detective One Thousand. It was like leading up to that. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was like, okay, this is all Nightmare is is just celebrating Batman and all how cool he is. You know, or bringing that's why Nightmare. It's all these different, you know, periods and you know Batman dreaming about all his life and shit. You know, I was like, I know what this is. They're just this is just homage, and I didn't. I stopped reading because I didn't care. You know. And I know what's going on anyways. You know. So I was like, fuck it. So and I, I pick it. up this book and I'm like, no, I still don't give a shit what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um I- I'll let you go next. Uh, that that book hurt my head. Uh the next book I-, I I read that Punisher. Did that come out this week? I don't can't remember. I didn't see this a Punisher, came- but yeah, you can go for it. Punisher Annual? Was that this week? Yeah, I think I read it this week. Can't remember because since we skipped last week, I can't remember what came out when. when. But uh, I read this Punisher annual. It was eh. It's just a a one-off story of uh, Punisher jumping on a space shuttle with uh, J. Jonas Jameson, and they go fight uh, the the Brood up in space. Um, yeah, what's the name? Acts of Evil. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is this week. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. it is. So. It's it's just a you know a dumb little Punisher story. You know, out of the, you know, it's whatever. It's, you know, you want to see Punisher fight aliens? It's there. You know, nothing spectacular, nothing groundbreaking. I don't groundbreaking. know if I want to see that. I, I, I really didn't want to, but I did. I and mean, I beyond which in Royal Realms, it was kind of cool him killing Frost Giants with a machine yeah. gun, whatever. Yeah, it's like the Brood. I'm like, okay, the Brood's pretty cool. And I like the Punisher, but do I like them together? I guess <laughs> I did. Again, I didn't give a shit. I mean, I, I read this. I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, <laughs> it, did, it wasn't nothing life changing. I wasn't like, oh, awesome. That was so awesome. I was like, oh, OK, sure. Punisher fights the brood. He gets he sneaks his way on the space shuttle. J. Jonah Jameson bitching at Punisher. And, you know, it's just them two. You know, whatever. I'm going way too long. Three out of five. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> book you don't like, like you talking about. about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, OK. I'm trying to think where we at, where we now at. OK, I'm going to let you get this other book, but I'm going to talk about. 
Demi Olsen number one. Now, okay. Fucked up thing about it. This is actually a book I was actually looking forward to. So let me just get into it. So basically, the book starts off. It starts off in like 1800s or 1700s, some bullshit like that. Before Metropolis and Metropolis, it's called something else. And Jimmy Olsen's great 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 granddaddy is arguing with Lex Luthor's great 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 granddaddy over some land. And Lex Luthor granddaddy has all this, you know, paperwork signs like I own land. What Jimmy Olsen's granddaddy says, no, I was here first, so I own the land because that's the law of the land here in this place. So Lex Luthor kills Jimmy Olsen's granddaddy, like throws him off a cliff, and now he claims the land. So this should have been going on for like generation, generation. So basically, the Olsons and the Luthers have been arguing over who that land belongs to, even present day. Side story, no one gives a shit about it. Anyway, yeah, Jimmy for some reason, been... I'm thinking of Back to the Future 3 while you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I mean, basically, it looked like Jimmy Olsen Lex Luthor the whole time, so it was kind of weird. But anyway, Jimmy Olsen is in space because he got fan mail. <laughs> It's a weird story, man. It's fucking weird. So Jimmy Olsen's in space. He's got fan mail. The fan mail has requests that they want him to jump from space and land without a parachute. And he's like, I'll do anything for my fans, not knowing that it really sounds like the fans are busy telling you to kill yourself. You know, whatever. Oh, is it like like one of them Red Bull things where the dude went up in that thing and then jumped from space or whatever? It's exactly exactly that. Basically, it's in the upper atmosphere, stuff like that. So Jimmy O's going to do that without a parachute, but he's like, in order to do the parachute, I injected myself with some kind of super serum so I can survive the fall. But the serum activates itself before he can do it, and he turns into Turtle Boy. I'm not going to get into Turtle Boy is. That's some old Superman reference shit. But anyway, he turns into Superboy, uh, Turtle Boy. He falls from the spaceship hits the atmosphere starts to uh you know burn up on impact superman sees this shit he's like okay if jimmy olsen hits metropolis at the speed he's going he's gonna hit like an atabomb completely destroy metropolis so he flies up trying to steer uh jimmy olsen away from it all he does is destroy like a lex luther statue or some shit like that then crash to the ward and he turns back to regular normal stuff like that now he goes back to the daily planet uh perry olsen is like jimmy olsen i'm sick of your shit you're fired. The reason he's going to fire him because, okay, there's this black lady that owns the Daily Planet. She's she's the queen pin? Bendis has made the queen pin. She okay. controls all the crime in Metropolis. I remember that black chick from last year. Is that it's, what's happening now? It's her. Yeah, she's the queen pin. Nobody knows who she is. She runs the Invisible Mafia is what they call. She runs the Daily Planet, and she basically telling... Uh, Perry, Perry White, we got to fire this guy. But the reason they can't fire Jimmy Olsen is because the Daily Planet isn't making any money. So the only way they make money is from these viral-ass stunts that Jimmy Olsen does. Anytime he fucks up some shit, he fucks up property, he turns into a big monster, he fights Superman, all this shit goes viral over social media and ad revenue brings the Daily Planet money. They're like, without Jimmy Olsen doing all this fucked up shit, we'd be out of business. Even though we had to raise our insurance premiums and we got to fix damaged property and stuff like that, but we got to have Jimmy Olsen doing this stuff. But, you know, the Queen Pen is basically like telling Perry White, no, but we still got to get rid of this guy. Well, we can't fire him because he's he's helping, he's keeping the company afloat. All right, we don't have to fire him. We can send him somewhere. And she's like, oh. So the next panel, he gets an apartment in Gotham City. That's the book. Weird story is exactly what a Jimmy Olsen story is supposed to be. He always doing fucked up shit. 
He's always fighting Superman. He's always turning some crazy ass monster or getting a virus, some shit like that. Basically, what I expected. I'm hoping the next book will be better. I'm gonna give it a three out of five. I can't really recommend this. It's I don't know. Jimmy Olsen's Turtle Boy. If you know who Turtle Boy is, it's three point five. If you don't, three. So yeah. So like. Well, I don't. So. <laughs> Turtle Boy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go with this uh, Transformers Ghostbusters number two. Okay. Um, this was a little uh, lackluster. Uh, first issue was awesome and just introduced this great concept, really fun, where uh, basically it, it re sort of re re um, uh, reboots the the Transformers origin story. Um, the during the Civil War on Cybertron, the Autobots leave. But before the Decepticons can give chase to them, Gozer, the Destructor, destroys Cybertron. Um, fast forward to millions of years later on Earth, Ghostbusters are, you know, busting ghosts. And what's that Busting guy's makes name? me feel good. Yeah. Ectronomus Dimatron, he's uh, one of the scouts for the Autobots, transforms himself into the Ecto-1 and uh, because the ghost of Starscream shows up. And so that, that's basically where this issue picks up. It's just a lot of explaining what's going on. Um, you know, this Ectronomus ec, guy is telling the Ghostbusters what's up. Basically just explain to you what happened, what I just said. Um, just exposition. Like, hey, what the fuck's happening? And you know, the Ghostbusters like, hey, yeah, what the fuck's happening? And this robot tells them what's happening. So that's about it. It's just a filler exposition uh, issue. You know, three out of five. Hopefully, shit picks up next issue. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, damn. The next one we got is a uh, Silver Surfer Black. You yeah. read this one? I did. Are you familiar with it? I read the first one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're gonna have to help me out with this one also. This one, I'm like, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I actually thought it was really cool. I thought it was I too, liked but it, it's, I it's, liked it better than the first issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, the first issue he had to set up everything. This one you actually jumping into it. So let's let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, issue two, basically, where well, the issue one ended with Surfer with Silver Surfer finding his way to Noel, the god of the symbiotes. Mm-hmm. You know, he fights Noel. Noel actually beats his ass, which I yeah. was shocked about. That I was like, okay. I don't know much about this Noel dude. Is he is he is he really that powerful? He's basically embodies darkness. Okay. Cuz I mean the, he's the, what, the, the source the of the dark, surfer. The source of darkness. He's supposedly what was before the light. I thought you know that was Malekith. I guess I don't know. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what basically what has happened. He was before everything else. He was the dark before the light. And where the source of the symbiotes came from, um, yeah, the source of all evil or whatever, supposedly, something like, something to that extent. So okay, so yeah, basically, okay, no beast the fuck out of the Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is about to be succumbed to the darkness, but then he is a voice that tells him you can't come succumb to the darkness right now. Fly to me. So he gets the fuck out of the planet, flies off as fast as he can. No, actually gives him like a five second head start. He like fly, fly, fly. It don't really fucking matter. Calls <laughs> up a dragon 
and like immediately is on his ass. Like even though Silver Surfer's like fucking eons away from him, it don't even fucking matter. No, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. on his ass. So Silver Surfer does some shit, use the power cosmic, destroys the dragon. You know, buys himself a little bit of time, and then he that voice is telling him, "Come to me, Silver Surfer. Come to me." Because basically, like the the Null has a planet to himself, and the planet was about to eat him. You know, it was like fitting fate for the destroy of worlds to be destroyed by a world. You know, but anyway, he finally finds the voice that was helping him the whole time, and the voice turns out to be Ego. Yep. And Ego was like, "I'm gonna help you destroy them," and that's pretty much the book. Oh, uh, she's really, bugged out, yo. <laughs> really, here's the thing: the artist, the his, the artist is is. It, it took me a while to get used to him because I hated when artists play too much with the anatomy. And this okay, dude yeah. really does it with anatomy. But after you read it enough times, you start to get used to it. And it really adds, you know, I don't know, character or flavor or dynamic to the artwork. And his his action is, like, really expressive. So you know everything that's going on on the page. And it's, it's really, it feels like it's moving when it's not moving, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the first issue, I had a, I had a hard time, like, the first issue. Um, reading, uh, you know, because getting used to that art style. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I had to get used to their art style first, but it's 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 growing on me. Yeah, and then and then after 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 reading it, you know, and then after reading this issue, I'm like, this is just going for that psychedelic, you know, Sterenko, uh, you know, Ditko, yeah. Ditko type of that, you know, when the Silver Surfer came out back in the '60s, that psychedelic kind of style. Yeah, you know, like now I, I <clears throat> but like an updated version of that, like an uh, like a modern day version of psychedelic art. Yeah, you know, surrealistic. Here's my yeah. thing. Here's my thing. Like we all love Danny Coates. <clears throat> Danny Coates, sorry, but I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we love Coates, not Coates. <laughs> yeah, Tennessee Coates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Coates, give my reparations. <laughs> but but this Silver Surfer book. I feel like the artist is outshining the writing. I feel like the art is outshining Kate's on this on this book. Me, me personally, I feel like that's yeah. the selling point of this book. Yeah, which I'm fine yeah. with that, you know. Because it was. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can see that. I mean, I think you can totally tell that Kate's is just having fun with mm-hmm. this. But yeah, I mean, this is more an art style. It's more of a style. Yeah. Than, than anything, you're you're coming for the art. I like I like I really got into the art this issue. Mm-hmm. Like the way he draw. I mean, he's how he that one panel where like Silver Surfer like blasts his way out of Null when he's like being engulfed by Null and almost yeah, and looks you see like, like a, the entire planet trying to engulf him and he just like yeah, out and of it looks it, like know. a flower, like a jellyfish. I'm like, holy shit, that is just totally fucked up. That almost looks like a a death metal cover, yeah. you know. Now, like really me personally, I, I like the last issue when Silver Surfer was fighting like those three guards at Noel's Gate. I thought yeah. that fight was awesome. Like he was like jumping off the surfboard and like controlling and like hitting people or like using a simple sort of like a torpedo or a missile, or some shit. Yeah. Or like he was like using his hand and just fucking them up. It's like I thought this was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, like at at first I was like, okay, the, this art is an acquired taste. I'm not. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't think I'm a fan, but after reading this issue, I was like, okay, I get it now. I get what they're doing. You know, this is just wild, surrealistic, you know, abstract 
mm-hmm. craziness. You know? Yeah, because it's not really too much story there. Like I said, we just flew through the story in no time. Like, but, yeah, like smoke say, some weed, throw on some Pink Floyd, walk, read this under a black light. You know what I'm saying? Acid. <laughs> yeah. The you 60s were fun, but now I'm paying for it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> throw on some Tribe Called Quest, throw on some fucking, uh, what was those good fools called again? The, the, the psychedelic hip hop guys. What the fuck were they called? Oh. They did, you know, uh, sail away on mental bliss. And what was that shit called? Uh, Fuck. That a song from Boomerang. That that song on Boomerang. You know. Oh, that's I don't know. Without, without PM Don. That's a Oh song. yeah, PM Don. I hated fucking PM Don. <laughs> Were you like a, a die without you? I hated Damn. that shit, man. I was like, what the fuck? Oh man, that's the end song now. <laughs> okay, I will find okay. I will do that. I will find the PM because I already know what song you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to put it on the next Geek Savs episode. Okay, I'm going to do it because I will take this second. I want to save Geek Savs from that shit. So. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. I mean, because like I said, the story was so light. Danny Cage really didn't give it too much, but it really is the art saving this book for me. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. You know, the it's art not- I think is awesome. Not much happens in this book other than he just fights. He fights and fly away. He fights, That's he it. fights. Yeah, he fights uh, Norad. Norad. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he fights Null and then escapes and then finds Ego. It's just all reflective because that's how silver surfer is he's you know he's the reflective right you know, he's, he's, he's contemplating on what he used yeah. to do to be destroyer of worlds and how people used to worship him and realize he was really death and you know all that is cool cool i mean like yeah, I said, stan lee split all this shit like that's donny kate's having fun i'm a writer i want to write i want my words and like, he's just having fun writing all that's this shit. true but if you've yeah. read any silver surfer comic they always do this shit in every silver surfer comic it's not it's and not breaking new ground and that's what I thought about the first. That's why I thought the first issue was a little lackluster for me. I was like, yeah, as I, you know, but then after reading this, oh, OK, I get it. I get what's going on. This is just, you know. And, and that's why I say that the art is saving this book right now, because he, mm-hmm. Kate, as awesome as he is, he's not breaking new ground with no. Silver Surfer. Not yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to get there. He just hasn't got there yet. Yeah, he's just having fun. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's what I got. Uh, I just I wonder what his scripts look like. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you know uh, panel one you know fucking the deep abyss darkness of the endless void of space like just say space asshole <laughs> <laughs> the artist been. gets what you're saying I, I, I wonder if that's the script too like, just, <laughs> everything's more epic than what it is so I'm a writer <laughs> a wordsmith like <laughs> Oh shit! Wait, who who review was it? Was that mine or yours? That was oh, yours. Next. I was. I saved that for you because I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're you're next. Then. I'm done. Oh shit. Okay. Well. All my books. Yeah. Oh fuck it. Well, I guess I guess I got the last one then. Okay. So yeah. So this is my book of the week. I guess. Right. Um, okay. Vampirella number one. That's right. You read Vampirella. Yeah, I read Vampirella, man. Because yeah. here's the thing about Vampirella. I saw that I was looking on Comixology and saw there was a, a new issue of Vampirella. And I thought to myself, man, you know what? If somebody had a podcast reviewing that book, I'd definitely listen to it. Then I just thought about it, like, wait a minute. I got a podcast. What is this review of myself? Be the change you want in the world. 
Yeah, so I was like, fuck it, just might as well. I mean, it's Vampirella. I've always heard about Vampirella. I don't know shit about Vampirella other than she's basically like a a stripper cosplay thirst trap, whatever, you know. <laughs> in she, real life, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in real life. That's that's what she is. That's all she is. So I'm gonna like, see, I'm gonna give Vampirella a try. And I'm gonna read it for the story. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Oh, and the funny thing about it, guess who writes this? Donnie Cates? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good guess, though. Christopher Priest. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's what got me. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't even expect that. I ripped it about like, okay, like, that made me feel a little bit better. Because honestly, yeah, buying... Dynamite? Dynamite does this? Yeah, Dynamite does it. Because that made me feel a little bit better. Because when you buy a Vampirella book, it does make you feel a little, I don't know... <laughs> I don't know. Pervy. Yeah, it really does, man. Like you go into a comic shop, uh, one book for Vampirella. One book no, for Vampirella. I, I, I'm reading. I'm reading the story. Yeah, I'm I'm reading. Reading. I like the storyline of Vampirella. Yeah. Give me that issue of Playboy. There's a good article on there on, <laughs> right. you know, on, you know, <laughs> on cards. Very stimulating. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically what the book is. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna get into the book. The book is basically about Vampirella in a therapy session with her therapist she's sitting on the couch and basically telling about her situation uh and she's telling the therapist about how she was on this plane and this world war one evil immortal bad guy is on there trying to kill her on the plane didn't happen to kill her but he did kill but it did crash the plane she was able to get off the time because she can grow wings and she can fly like a bat so she flew away everybody else on the plane is dead and so she's talking to a therapist and the therapist doesn't believe she can do she's any of this stuff she says. She doesn't believe she's a vampire. Doesn't believe she's from another planet. Apparently, Vamp, uh, Vampirella's from another planet. You know. Yeah. So didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, and something. So the the therapist is listening to Vampirella talking. So like, say, hello. So let me break this down. So you believe you're a vampire, right? So basically, saying you're from this highly advanced race that probably influenced a lot of this world's religion and mythology, yet you're marginalized and you don't fit in with what they consider the moral standard of society. Ah, shit. I see where Priest is going You now. see where Priest is going with you. <laughs> like, so basically what you're saying is that vampire are the new black people. Like, that's the actual panel. That's what he said. Oh, okay. I guess that... I, I was going to say rappers or something. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> I get it. Vampirella is like a yeah. So he's trying to tie it in, you know, trying to you know bring Vampirella into the real world and trying to marvel like this. Me personally, I'm getting sick of black people always being compared to aliens and mutants and <laughs> I, I. Me personally, I'm getting sick of that shit, you know. But whatever, that's the story. So we she keeps talking and apparently this spider. Basically, she has this pet spider that's really like this demon that follows her everywhere that she calls Sean or something. And the the therapist is saying, like, wait, who sent that spider? Oh, she did. And he goes to the door, and they're like, my mother. And that's her mother looking like a regular-ass mother. Like, the, the woman from Bewitch, remember the mother from Bewitch? Looks like uh, her. Okay. So, that's how the book ends. Pretty simple book, yeah. What is bad as I thought it was going to be? Pretty, <laughs> you know. Hey, you, 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 you learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah, I, I stepped out of my comfort zone, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. Vampirella was, I don't know, 
she's a pro another product of her time. You know what I mean? She she was like a horror, you know, a horror book when they weren't allowed to make horror books. You right. Know what I mean? And because she's been around since nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. So and this is her fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, and that's all she was, you know, bringing her to modern times during the trying to make her all woke and shit. And, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, who cares? And that's the thing they're trying they're trying to update Vampirella in the Me Too movement. Like, yeah, can that be done? And that's the thing with uh, what Chris Perry is trying to do. He said he's trying to deconstruct Vampirella. You know. Yeah. So he's, you know, those are the things he's trying to do, and he's trying to have it where. You know, where she's still sexy, but what does sexy mean in 2019? Like, we, we all look at Vampirella's eye candy and nothing else. She's yeah, just a, yeah. a a stripper superhero. But he's yeah. trying to say, like, what? but instead of changing her into something else, like giving her, like, a, 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 sweat, a sweater, you know, and some baggy jeans and have her fight crime in that, how would she react to a world that looks at her like a stripper, you know? And that's supposed to be his take on Vampirella. Like, how does she survive in the Me Too movement, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause I remember I read, I think I read that Aliens Vampirella crossover a few years ago, mm-hmm. and she was like in the spacesuit, like the whole time. Like, like, like that's that that didn't sell books. We yeah, want to like, see Vampirella do be Vampirella. Yeah, well, I want to see tits, but okay, basically, yeah, I, get it. It, it, I, I get it. It's it, it's it's two thousand whatever, and yeah, uh, fighting aliens in space in a stripper outfit isn't very practical. I get, it. but then. Who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? You but, gotta remember your core audience. Like, who are yeah. you selling Vampirella to? Yeah, it's like, it's one thing. It's my thing with Batman. Now, I know we always bitch about Batman, and, you know, Bat. And he's a very interesting character to dive into the psychology and all that shit. But, like, again, think about he was created, he was a superhero. Then kids like comic books, so they started creating children's sidekick and now here we are 50 years later 80 years later batman's an asshole he puts children in danger and shit. <laughs> like they're fucking <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like who gives a fuck it's a fucking cop all right <laughs> right <laughs> i see your point some of this shit you can't overthink but some of it you have yeah. to overthink yeah i was like vampirella she's a fucking hot vampire from space yeah you know? i mean like can you overthink vampirella that's yeah. the thing like or yeah, can you like, or are you just supposed to take Vampirella as Vampirella is? No. Yeah, it's not like she's this big feminist icon like like. Well, like that's Wonder. the thing. That's the thing. They're trying to make her a feminist icon. Yeah, it's like oh, oh she's. A I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example. Okay, do you know who Amber Rose is? Amber Rose, that stripper. Yes. Tennis ball head. Yeah. Okay, she considers herself a feminist icon. Okay. Okay, the reason she considers herself a feminist icon, like she does, I don't know how the fuck, I know how we got on Amber Rose, but anyway, because because she does this thing every week where she does this activism for women and basically want to own their sexuality, and she does this thing called a slut walk, because, you know, we always like to uh, slut shame women, you know, Mm -hmm. for being promiscuous, having too much sex, basically doing things men like to do. So what she wants women to do is own their sexuality. You know, stop being prude, stop wearing sweaters. You know, if you want to dress up like Vampirella and be a stripper walking around the street, you have the right to do that. Yeah. I, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that makes you a feminist icon, I guess. It's it's a touchy subject. I don't think we're qualified to answer yeah. that question, you know. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, I, I, get, I, I, I commend Christopher Priest for trying 
Yeah. But do I really give a shit? No. I mean, at the <laughs> end of the day, you want to read Vampirella for ass and titties. That, that's what yeah. it is. And blood. You know, you want to see a yeah. hot shit covered in blood, kicking ass. Yeah. You know. Now, she can it's have like, this existential crisis and all this stuff like that. Yeah. Still give me titties, ass, and blood. Yeah. When I see it, yeah. I, I doubt, and I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But hey, I doubt no woman cosplayed as Vampirella in a fucking space suit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not gonna happen. Not gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, she's not gonna get in a frumpy ass sweater and, and you know and baggy mom jeans to a con, I'm Vampirella. No, you're, you're gonna, gonna like, no, dress get the up fuck out of here. No. Yeah, you're gonna dress up in your bikini. That's right. And she's gonna be a big titted woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. walking around in, in a Vampirella costume. We know that. Yeah. And most of the yeah. time they yeah. do that, same thing with Harley Quinn. They do that because they want to own their sexuality. They look at those characters and be like, look how sexual they are. You know, that, that makes me feel powerful. What's that, that episode of, uh, of Community? When the, 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 one of the Halloween episodes where, uh, uh, what the fuck, Britta's dressed up as a squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, I hate it when girls use Halloween as an excuse to dress up as sluts. And then uh, Annie's like, me too. And she pulls off like, her, like a cat her cape. Suit or some shit. She's in a, like, a skin-tight skeleton outfit. And she <laughs> walks away sashaying her ass and shit. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a weird concept. But, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Like, what is owning sexuality and not owning sexuality or owning feminism? Is Vampirella a feminist icon? Is she not? Is she yeah. everything? It's a question we're going to ask. It's a Maybe Christopher Christopher Priest will crack the code. We don't know. Yeah, he will solve the riddle of feminism. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, or you know, black people are vampires from outer oh, space. They, oh, sh- why you get to remind me about that? <laughs> Vamp- <laughs> black people are vampires. <laughs> or rappers, rappers. Or rappers, one or the other. Rappers are vampires. <laughs> Take your pick. Basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. shit! Hey, we talked enough about this. <laughs> I got them a books. I'm booked out. Hi, I'm good too. Okay, all right. I, I think we're going long enough. Okay, so we're back. This is a complete episode. If you like and listen, you know, listen, share, subscribe, pass it off to other people. Our Spider-Man review has got a whole bunch of hits, so really appreciate that. We're going to be back with another episode next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm pretty sure some interesting stuff will come up. Uh, we didn't talk about the Eisen Awards. We didn't talk about X-Men either. Fuck both those books. Go listen to Comic Cast. <laughs> <laughs> they have a breakdown of all that stuff. All the stuff we, we they review it so we don't have to. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So it's all one ecosystem. We're just we're just here to piss you off. That's basically we just say fucked up shit that get it kicked off the air. <laughs> uh, go listen to Geek Sab, our sister podcast. Go listen to this Geeks and Comics. They just dropped the episode today or yesterday, whichever you listen to this. Get Valiant, Hoodoo TV, all that other stuff. It's a whole bunch of stuff. Go listen to it. I forgot what it is. Listen to us next week. We'll be back. No more vacations for a while. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. I may be going out again in September. We'll see how it goes. We'll play it by ear. (laughs) Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel.